0: Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by.
1: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
0: Cardinals, Director of Player Development, Gary Larocque. Gary, thanks so much for taking some time with us this morning. How are you doing?
2: Good morning. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. Well,
0: uh, let's start with this. You have to be thrilled with the young players the Cardinals have called up that are producing at a really strong level here in 2022.
2: Well, we're pleased for uh, the opportunity that, you know, it's it's always a challenge to get a player through the system and make him realize that once he gets the opportunity to get to the big leagues, it's not just about making it, it's about contributing. And that's what they've done. And They have to continue to do because, uh, as you know, in the major leagues they keep making adjustments and and the players have to make adjustments alongside of that. So we're pleased for their work and what they've done to get there and and, uh, now anxious to see as they uh, help us out in the big leagues.
3: Gary, a player that's been really exciting for the Cardinals and that a lot of fans have fallen in love with is Brendan Donovan. What was your read on Donovan as he was making his way through the system?
2: Well, it was uh, really... um, uh, from a development standpoint, wonderful to watch his progress. As everyone knows, uh, just over a year ago he was in Peoria, and we uh, we made sure defensively he stayed at second base uh, at the time because we knew he could play some third base, having come out of college. And multiple positions were starting to fall in order, and he could get into the outfield. And so we uh, we made sure he had plenty of second base time. And then all of a sudden, the hit tool, his offensive production, kept. Uh, He kept producing at the levels, and he moved very quickly, as you know, and put that alongside of his great makeup. And all of a sudden, you had somebody coming through the system at a fast pace to help us in the big leagues.
0: Gary, you mentioned that the adjustments that the major leagues make on hitters, but just changing in general. And it seems to me like there's so much more versatility necessary now at the major league level. At the minor league level, do you encourage that? A guy like... uh, Uh, like Brendan who has so many gloves in his bag and came up here ready to be able to play both corner outfield and every infield position?
2: We really have over the years, uh, particularly I'd say in the last five to six years, we've made a real effort with our players that if they weren't uh, necessarily just a one position uh, player defensively, that we would give them the opportunity to create that versatility to help their value and They've all handled it well. Uh, all our clubs in the minor leagues have that flexibility, and uh, the players have done a good job with it.
3: Carrie, we, we recently spoke to Randy Flores, and we asked him this question, and I want to pose the same thing to you. Is there a specific philosophy organizationally for the Cardinals when it comes to drafting and developing players?
2: Well, we've seen, as you know, in my years as the minor league director, uh, we've stuck with a plan. We've uh, been very successful over the years uh, at different moments with, uh, the pitching, the drafting of our pitchers. Um, as you look back to the 2012, 13, 14, and then it shifted somewhere. Some of the regulars that you've seen over the years that have come into the fold. You know, it's interesting having been uh, a scouting director, you only have one shot per round for the most part. <laughs> and in reality, uh, that one pick, uh, it's a pitcher or a regular. And in our case, we've, uh, we've been able to put kids through the system, that have handled it well and moved to the big leagues, and our top-end prospects have all been productive.
0: Gary Larock, the Cardinal Director of Player Development, with us on 101 ESPN. I have, I have a question about philosophy, too, because I see when Flaherty is going well, he's giving you guys seven innings. Dakota Hudson has been going seven innings lately. Philosophically, right now, what do you want a starter to be able to do from an innings or pitches standpoint at the minor league level?
2: Well, we do monitor workloads uh, closely. We want to make sure that our pitchers from year to year have the right buildup. As you know, many of them do get the opportunity to be in relief. But once we identify uh, pitchers at a younger level of uh, being potential starters, we give them a, that opportunity to build up. And we just make sure their workloads are right in order to prevent injury and just keep everybody on track. We, we are still in that uh, phase right now where we have a number of uh, younger pitchers who are doing a good job. I can point to Gordon Graceffo and Michael McGreevy in Double A right now. And, and then you go up into A and the pitchers who are there that they, they need some time to develop. They're getting it. And uh, you add to that some of the, the prospects that we've put into the fold in terms of offensive players, regular players, and uh, we're pleased clearly with the draft and uh, philosophy-wise it continues for starting pitching.
0: And, uh, Gary, you mentioned those two pitchers. If ever there was a time to go visit Springfield and see some Cardinal prospects, this is it, isn't it?
2: It's a, a fun club. Uh, Jordan Walker plays third base. Mason Wynn plays shortstop. Uh, Moises Gomez has had a good stretch to start the year out, uh, who we acquired, and then, of course, the pitching. So uh, we're pleased, and uh, we we hope we've positioned our players for success. And when they get to the big leagues, we, uh, we really work hard. They work very hard with the major league staff to contribute.
3: Gary, outside of Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn, some names that Cardinal fans might really be paying attention to, who are some other prospects in the system that really excite you that Cardinals fans should be keeping an eye on?
2: Well, you hear a lot about, and, and I I always say this about when our prospects come up, um, I'm bound to leave someone out because as a farm director, you you tend to, uh, support all the players you have. We have 160 players in our system, and and uh, they're doing a very good job. Our clubs have bounced back over the course of the last year. We, we had a tough year last year because we were so young. We knew that. We understood it. But, you know, when you look into the AAA level right now, and we've been very fortunate, uh, Alec Burleson's done a very good job. That club started out. Uh, with Nolan Gorman at, uh, in the infield and Alec Burleson in the outfield and uh, Yvonne Herrera behind the plate. And you see the, how it's evolved in terms of development. And uh, Alex done a nice job there as, as regulars would go. So we have players coming through the system. We, we keep have you know, that's our responsibility, make sure that we have waves of players. We have some players in the lower levels that are exciting as well. And we're looking forward to uh, seeing the progress as we move forward.
0: Uh, Gary, we were talking last segment about Jake Woodford. How is his progress since he was sent back to Memphis?
2: Uh, he's got, a, you know, he's got a real uh, uh, strong commitment to making sure that whether he's in Memphis pitching, he's preparing for the big leagues, or if he's in the big leagues, that he's contributing. He's got a great makeup. He's always worked hard at this. Uh, He's come through our system. He knows the expectations. We all root for him, and he's part of a group of pitchers, as you know. We moved up some other pitchers, like the Zach Thompsons of the world who've gone up and done a good job as well. We have some pitchers behind those guys that are pushing the envelope, so to speak, and we're excited about it, and uh, they just need time.
0: And Gary, I want to go back to something you said when you talked about the rough year last year because you were so young. And I I tell everybody on the air here, the Cardinals gave up 12 minor leaguers essentially to get Ozuna, uh, Goldie and Arenado. And I, I think I would trade all 12 right now for Goldie and Arenado. But was that part of why you guys struggled last year is because so many prospects have been sent out the door to bring in these stars?
2: Well, you know, every time we move a player, whether it be in a, a trade situation or it goes to the big leagues, movement meaning upwards, what it really does for us in development is create the next opportunity. And we have to make sure the player understands, here it is. It's, it's in front of you now. So I can remember back when Yvonne Herrera was a rookie league catcher, and we took him at the end of the year. And for two weeks, he went to Springfield in A to see that level and understand what he was battling to get to you know that uh, that opportunity for a player to see what he's trying to uh, reach and then uh, inevitably the big leagues those are the things that help drive players we've always had that good fortune of as we've moved players to how you're speaking in terms of a trade in this case or to the big leagues the the players who replace them they're the ones that have to step in and get it done at each level so it's an opportunity and when you've been in the scouting process as long as i have Uh, And I really appreciate what the scouts do, what Randy and everybody has done. What it does is provide the next opportunity, even in the minor leagues.
3: Gary, when Ali Marmol was appointed manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, nobody who really knew him or had worked with him seemed that surprised. It felt like he was destined to be a major league manager. During his time being a manager in the Cardinals farm system, what did you observe from Ali that led you to believe that he would eventually be this guy?
2: Well, there was no doubt in my mind that uh, number one is Ollie had a passion for the game in terms of as a manager, as a mentor of players, as a teacher. Uh, he's extremely competitive. Uh, he's got a great personality. Uh, he was actually here, and and I get the opportunity, I have the opportunity of being here in Jupiter and seeing our managers here on the Palm Beach Club. And Ollie was here, and he did a great job with it. And, of course, he had come from the lower levels, so his foundation was set. You add to that that great desire and that wonderful demeanor. Players have a lot of respect for him. Uh, it was wonder, it's been wonderful to watch. I mean, when I think back over the last 10, 12 years, uh, Rob, uh, Pop Warner, you got Brian Eversgird, you have a number of coaches. Willie McGee was here in the minor league system. And, of course, Ollie. And then Skip Schumacher was a, a player for us. So when you see that continuity, Uh, It really is helpful. Everybody gets on the same page.
0: Hey, Gary, I want to circle back to a couple of players that we've already mentioned. Number one, Jordan Walker. It would seem, at least from my vantage point here, that it'll be tough for him to beat out the Cardinal third baseman in the next couple of years. What are you going to do about that? Will you switch positions with Walker?
2: Well, I think right now the biggest thing is he's adjusted well and quickly to the AA level. So there's no urgency to do something immediately today as we speak. He's playing well. He's a great athlete. He's got uh, wonderful desire. He he went to the double-A level. And one thing he's done at every level he's gone to, last year he started when he was in uh, Palm Beach, he did well right away. He went to Peoria. He adjusted to the league level right away. He goes to Springfield, and he adjusted right away. He's a young man who knows how to adjust. So, having him at third base uh, right now is good for us. Uh, he's handled it extremely well. He's a very good athlete, and he'll adjust again as needed.
0: And then, with his shortstop, Mason Wynn, are the Cardinals locked in on him as a shortstop now, or is there still a chance that he could find himself on the mound?
2: Last year, we tried uh, towards the end of the year to give him uh you know, a little bit of work on the mound and what we, and in talking with Mason, I know myself and our conversations uh, at the time heading into spring training, we said, let's make sure we do this right with the shortstop play. He's got a lot of talent defensively. He's hitting at the double a level. It's exciting to see that combination. We're going to continue that right now. Uh, So we really haven't talked in any great detail about him doing what he did last year which was explore getting some work in on the mound. We're actually extremely pleased with what he's done defensively, and the players will tell us along the way with how they perform, and he's certainly doing a great job in Springfield.
0: Well, it's great to sit here in St. Louis and see the fruits of your labor and the great work that the Cardinal system continues to do, and I know we'll see more guys coming up as as time goes by. Gary, always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Take care. That is Gary Larock. He's the Cardinals Director of Player Development here in St. Louis for the Cardinals, joining Michelle and Randy on One ESPN.
3: They just continue to find, draft, and develop talent that we're seeing at the Major League level. It's really remarkable.
0: And Jordan Walker is going to be a star. He's just another guy.
3: Friend of the show, Jordan, yeah, Walker. Jordan Walker. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. But you think about... Walker, and Libertor, who can be a middle to back end of the rotation guy. He mentioned Herrera, who we'll get an opportunity to see over the course of the next couple of weeks. Uh, The kid, uh, Alec Burleson, that he mentioned, the second round pick from a few years ago, is having a fantastic year down at uh, AAA. As a matter of fact, I can give you his numbers right now. Burleson hitting 328 14 homers, 50 RBIs with a nine thirty OPS down at Memphis right now. He's a left-handed power hitter, and the Cardinals are going to have to find a place for him, too.
3: How many guys on the roster right now, or at least that start on a regular basis, are guys that came through the system?
0: I believe it's... 17, or no, 18 of 26 right now. Yeah. The the most in Major League Baseball.
3: Because I was thinking, just outside of Goldie and Arenado, almost everybody that you see on a regular basis has been drafted and developed by the Cardinals.
1: It's amazing. They've done a really good job. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the College Football Playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama.